Today on Locked on Rockies, Kyle Freeland dominates, Pierce Johnson gets the save, a big day for the born and raised Colorado pitcher, Jerickson Profar saves the day as well as big hits from Chris Bryant. A nice day, but worries are still there for the Rockies even after their opening day win. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the seventh day of April in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here as we talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every single day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. You can also be part of the show and know when we record our episodes live when you subscribe to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. You guys helped us reach our goal of 400 subs by the Rockies opening day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Next goal. 500. We're on the march to 500 YouTube subscribers, so your YouTube subscription is a massive, massive help. So please consider going over to YouTube and subscribing to the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, and I will tell you this. If we get to 500 subscribers, I will do a giveaway. What that will be... You need to give uh, we need to get a little more uh, people in here first before I reveal what that will be. Folks, today on the Lockdown Rockies podcast, we are going to celebrate the good stuff. We're going to highlight the positives of yesterday's game. But we have to remind ourselves and we have to look and we have to consider some of the issues still, some of the things that are still nagging with the Rockies. But it was a special day for baseball in Colorado. It was an interesting moment, and yes, it wasn't against a great team. Yes, it's a, it's Rockies Nationals in April. But yesterday was the example that baseball belongs in Colorado, and pitching in base in Colorado is doable. It's possible. People can come. People can grow up pitching in altitude and go on to be successful major league pitchers. There are numerous arms from Colorado across the league. So it was just kind of cool to see the celebration of, of the state, the celebration of where everyone is. It was nice to see Coors Field full of mostly Rockies fans. I heard there were some people disgruntled of, of just random people in Patagonia jackets and such, but that's just, you know, Denver and stuff now in any major metro. But my I, my point is... Kyle Freeland has changed the narrative of the Colorado pitcher. You can, again, you can sit and say that Kyle Freeland is not great. He might not be a number one. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about good pitching at the major league level from a place that has a notorious reputation as being impossible. Why would you ever difficult to pitch in? And Kyle Freeland has shown that that is not true. Yes, he's from here. Yes, he uh, is is someone that has pitched here his whole life. But that's part of my point. He's telling you, take, embrace the challenge. Embrace the adjustments. Pitch like I do, and you'll be successful. And this is still a guy, mind you, Kyle Freeland, who is a good pitcher. 
a pitcher that would start on any major league roster in any rotation. And he's a guy that was able to, it was just not, I don't know. You get a little, you get your warm fuzzies a little bit from, from the guy. 17.3 career war, 4.20 ERA uh, here lifetime and 841 innings pitch, 647 strikeouts, six of them already this year. Good for Kyle in that regard. I mean, that's a, that is a wonderful line. It's an absolutely wonderful line. Roy Holiday here in the in the chat, absolutely. So it's just, I just think it was cool. Pierce Johnson comes in and gets the save. It was just one of those things where it's one of those small little storylines that you pay attention to, and one of those things you feel a little bit better about opening day. Now, let's talk about Kyle Freeland, the pitcher, and the performance here. 12 and two-thirds scoreless to start the year. Stud. He really is someone that the Rockies have been able to lean in and count on. And he's not, maybe he's not overly dominating, but he has, I mean, scoreless, folks. That's bad. You take back-to-back starts, scoreless starts any day of the week. Five strikeouts in that game yesterday against the Nationals. Uh, two walks and giving up only four hits over six and two-thirds. He would have probably, he would have gone longer, but he's still ramping up on that pitch count. And then against the Padres, he gave up only three hits, the one walk, and the one strikeout. Kyle Freeland is an efficient ball player. He's efficient at what he does. He knows what works, and he's doing it. And he's the one that's honestly, I think, been the most consistent. We saw Herman get back into some bad habits. We've seen, and, and then again, we know the drop-off of this rotation. When you are really breaking it down, when you are thinking about the most consistent pitcher that the Colorado Rockies have, is Kyle Freeland. I think you're going to get more consistency. You're going to get more consistent Kyle Freeland than you're going to get from any other Rockies pitcher in the rotation right now. Herman is going to be close, and I really hope that we get more of a consistent Herman. But Kyle Freeland works his way, and he doesn't back down. I'm not saying that any of the other Rockies pitchers are intimidated or whatever, but look at the way Kyle Freeland is carrying himself on the mound. Look at the strut after striking people out. Look at the confidence that he has in himself and in his abilities, and look at the energy he has when his team backs him up and when the, when he bounces out of situations. Kyle Freeland isn't afraid to show a little emotion. Kyle Freeland isn't afraid to yell a little bit. Kyle Freeland isn't afraid of the moment he might not always rise to the occasion but he is never going to back down and that is someone that the rockies can consider or should be or that's why kyle freeland was extended by the rockies that's why the rockies believe in him that's why kyle freeland led the rotation last year kyle freeland has shown a lot and he still has, and, and he might not still have the, the, the highest ceiling or even as much consistency as we'd like, but certainly out the gate to start this season and in, time, in recent seasons, Kyle Freeland has been a consistently solid piece for the, uh, the Colorado Rockies. And I like your question there, Adrian, and I uh, want to uh, get to Joel DeGrace's uh, comment here, and we got to talk about the Rocky who made an absolutely incredible impression yesterday with unbelievable defense. Why was Kyle Freeland, part of why Kyle Freeland was so successful yesterday? It's because his defense backed him up, especially in left field. Jerks and Profar have a day. 
Let's talk about that, and let's talk about some of the uh, offensive performances here, as well as some of the things we're keeping our eyes on as worries for the Colorado Rockies. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at So Rare. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there is no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So Rare recently partnered with MLB All-Stars Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez to serve as brand ambassadors. Both are featured in So Rare's current event brand campaign, and uh, there's going to be all sorts of stuff that they're going to be doing at, at events throughout the season. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's so rare. S-O-R-A-R-E dot com to draft your team of free player cards. Set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service live on the Locked On Rockies podcast uh, YouTube channel. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day for your second listen. Locked on fantasy baseball, locked on Broncos, locked on Avalanche, locked on Buffs, and locked on Nuggets. Just a couple, for, you know, in case you're curious. Joel Grace says, Kyle is showing that a pitcher without a 95-mile-an-hour fastball can succeed in Denver with control and smart pitch calling. Kyle Freeland is good at what he does. That's it, It's not always flashy, but when it's in a situation, there's a guy on first, Kyle Freeland gets that weak ground ball. That's successful. That's the philosophy the Rockies really want to embrace. That's what the Rockies have wanted to do with some of these pitchers to get that weak contact, these pit, this, this pitch to contact. It's a, But few have been as consistently successful. Consistent. Word of the day. I wish I had a little graphic that I can go like, I'm kind of a rep repetitive guy, I think you all have picked up on. But consistency is key especially in that pitching style. I mean, it is in any pitching style. It is in baseball especially. But consistently being able to get that that type of contact and attack batters like that, again, goes back to his confidence. And uh, speaking of that, Adrian Ortega asks, how much of the WBC do you think has an influence in Kyle's confidence? I, I think it put him in the driver's seat early. He, he, he talks about not being there they're physically ramping up and, and the pitch count and the, and, the, and you know, and, and things right now, but you can see the way he approaches it. The way he is, is on the mound it, in his mentality, Kyle Freeland seems to be in not April form. I mean, it, it, he kind of, it, he's, I'm not saying just because of the, of the hot start and two starts, it means he's immediately locked in, but He's going out and making those big defensive plays. He's not afraid to be rolling around and, and going and tumbling. He's not kind of uh, easing into the season. Right now, Kyle Freeland in his first two starts has 
gone after it. Like, like I said, with making that big defensive play, with uh, showing the emotion, with striking out more batters. So I, I, I think that the World Baseball Classic absolutely had a, uh, a part to play in Kyle Freeland being, being ready to go mentally to start the season. I think Kyle Freeland understands his role as a leader now. I mean, he is going to be a someone that is going that that has been and will continue to be one of the Rockies biggest representatives local kid successful with the Rockies it's been in the he's played in some of the big moments with the with the team and he's in uh in, incredibly involved in the community so this is definitely someone the Rockies want to build around but yeah to answer your question I I just think that shows the benefit of playing in the World Baseball Classic for guys like Kyle because they kind of they they got that taste that competitive baseball and Team USA playing all the way up until the end and Kyle Freeland pitching in the finale. Unfortunately, we know that he gave up the the, the game winning run, but that offense let him down. Shocker. But Kyle, Fre- it, it's it's a it's it's a moment where Kyle Freeland was called upon in the biggest stage in baseball at one point. It, it's not the World Series, I know, but but at that stage right there. In the world of baseball, at that moment, Kyle Freeland was called upon. And not only called upon, was good and pitched multiple innings. It wasn't just a one batter thing. It wasn't anything like that. So, I I think the World Baseball Classic did wonders for Kyle Freeland. Joel DeGrace says, my only thought with Kyle is I'd like to see a bit of a slower changeup. Something in the 80 mile per hour range since his sinker fastball is usually in the high 80s. Def, you know, Kyle Freeland, like, yeah, there's definitely some stuff that 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 you can uh, that you can critique and uh, and adjust with, with with Kyle, but it's still really encouraging uh, for for someone like Kyle to to have scoreless starts, to to have, for him to have no runs given up. That's gold for a pitcher like Kyle Freeland. Um, so yeah, I, we talked a lot about Freeland. Let's talk about the fact that he was backed up by incredible defense and. And that's where it goes to show you where you're not always going to win ball games in these beautiful fashions. You're not going to break your losing streak sometimes in those in a classic Coors Field game. We had an opening day at Coors Field of a sub two hour and thirty minute baseball game that featured one run, and that's I mean a big part because of good pitching on both sides, but it was also because Jerks and Profar made an immediate impact. That's what we saw from Profar highlights the importance of outfield defense at Coors Field. It is so important to have people that can play good defense in the outfield at Coors Field. The offense hopefully is going to start working. I mean, the, the other stuff, but that's impactful. That makes a difference. That literally changes the game. I mean, it, obviously, but to have that come, you're, you're much better. Doesn't it feel so much better to have Chris Bryant just playing right field? I'm not really worried. Like, there's nothing about Chris Bryant's defense that I was super, but he can cover some ground. Now it's less. Now there's two really good athletic fielders in left and center in Daza and um, and uh, and Profar. That's gonna be that's major. That is going to help at Coors Field. That's gonna cut stuff out in the gaps. That's gonna lead to big plays. That's gonna lead to robberies, like we saw yesterday. That those were two huge plays. Robbing that home run and then a beautiful diving catch. A smart, smart ad from the Rockies. That's the type of veteran you add. It's not a 
you know, Mustakis only played a little bit or whatever. I mean, that, that's fine. But Profar kind of fit what the Rockies needed, especially there with the Gritchick injury and with not being sure what you and, – and looking to figure out a way to readjust Chris Bryant's defensive role. And I think now he gets to play right field. Chris Bryant likes playing right field. Uh, he, he seemed to talk about enjoying playing right field more, especially at Coors. And so this – is it, it proves to be a nice little solid move. I'd like to see a little bit more from Profar from uh, on the offensive side, but we're we're hoping more from that. But this is why you go and you take you you sign a former number wasn't wasn't he number one overall pick or something like that a, a, a former really high top prospect to a deal to a one year deal. See it figured out. See what happens. That that's absolutely why because they are capable of making plays like that and and keeping the Rockies. In ball games, I mean, th those were critical. I mean, the absolutely critical plays there, and keeps the momentum with the Rockies instead of the Nationals being able to, uh, you know, immediately jump on the board with a home run, get on the board first. Uh, it, instead, it's an immediate uh, pendulum shift. It's a huge defensive play that, that 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 takes all of that energy and pushes it right back onto the side of the Rockies. So great. Outfield defense from from Profar, if that is going to be what we're going to see a lot of, that is going to be wonderful because playing good defense at Coors Field is a must. And good outfield defense is going to be a big reason why you end up winning those close games and end up winning those uh, one to nothing games. Let's talk a little bit about the the, the things that uh, still are worrisome about the Colorado Rockies after their home opener, because it's definitely still far from from perfect. But the Rockies won and won a not you know wasn't pretty, wasn't flashy, but they won that game. Whereas I think you know I think there's an argument to be made that last year's team doesn't win this game. They lose in walkoffs and or or, or they lose late in games or late in the game because they didn't have any offense and then the team all they need is like two scored in the eighth and then that that sinks the Rockies instead the Rockies were the one that were able to keep the Nationals even though the Nationals never you know they they had great starting pitching as well they were able to keep the Nationals at bay keep them off the board and get their first home win of the season Let's talk about some of the stuff that uh, worries us still a little bit coming up here in segment number three. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. And I know you want to go and support your Denver Nuggets. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast. I am your host, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Podcast Network, where we thank you for making us your first listen of the day. 
We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service and live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. Uh, Joel DeGrace says, has there been any update on how Bard is doing? He posted on Instagram and uh, updated and and, and gave uh, some some small updates, but no updates or timetable on the return of Daniel Bard. In the meantime, I'm going to continue to enjoy watching Justin Lawrence sliders. Oh, boy. We are on full Lawrence watch, folks. We are going to see if this finally is the season of control for Justin Lawrence. I've been excited by it before. I'm liking what I'm seeing here so far in the season. And uh, we are keeping our eyes very closely on Justin Lawrence. Other things we're keeping our eyes on that aren't necessarily uh, bright spots for the Rockies. This offense, man. Come on. I, again, we cannot this, – this team, it's retooled. There needs to be an adjustment here. We're, we're approaching a 10-game mark, and the Rockies have come nowhere close to replicating the offense of, that, of those first two games. Whatever it is, whatever – they need to make an adjustment. I look at things, and I do kind of break things down in the 10-game periods because 10 games is a little – is you know usually a week and some change. So – that's a pretty good sample size of at least where the Rockies or your team is currently at. So when the Rockies now are approaching their 10th game of the season, this offense is not, again, same thing we've talked about all week. There were so many moments last night, so many opportunities. You cannot just go down on three strikes in the dirt and miss out on that. You got to take one of those pitches. Elias Diaz has to stop swinging so hard that he's going to try to spin and drill to the core of the earth. I would like the Rockies to take more pitches. Like just, just take one. I like, I like the aggression and maybe that, and that's what they want to go after. But when you're going through the lineup a couple times, when you get kind of dominated going through the lineup the first time, I'd like to see more in-game adjustments from batters. Because I think that's why you're seeing other batters have success. Chris Bryant might not be always barreling things up, but he's finding the way to put the ball in play enough to get it into, uh, you know, to score. And in certain situations yesterday, the Nationals certainly gave the Rockies ample opportunities with uh, with the errors and the, the sun being an issue for them yesterday. But... He's also just kind of fighting pitches off or 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 maybe barreling things up and not launching them, but poking them into to the right areas. Aloris Montero is swinging the bat well as well uh, at the moment and uh, had a had a multi hit game yesterday. I believe he ended up three for four uh, yesterday, which is huge for him. But like to see a little bit more from the Rockies offense. I want to see this team that that went and went after San Diego, and I'd like to see that over the weekend. And I hopefully we now get it. We had the first game, of course, is on, out of the way. Now you're gonna have to hit because the rotation continues to be up in the air. Now, now the Rockies and 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 in terms of your confidence in your starting pitching uh, goes down because you're kind of just wondering what Jose Arena is gonna do today. And what Gomber and what Feltner are are capable of here going through the weekend. You your your best two pitchers have been have, have done it, or uh, are, are, are spent. Now, can these starters, these questionable starters, beat the bad teams? And can this offense go after now? You know, uh, one uh, deeper into the rotation of the Washington Nationals. While the Nationals are going up against. Uh, you know, middle of the rotation and and later for the Rockies, the, the the Rockies are doing the same. So this is this this Rockies offense needs to pick up the the pitching this weekend, especially if it's going to turn into a couple of shootouts. But all in all, 
solid opening day. Quick ball game. One to nothing win for the Rockies. KB gets the uh, the RBI. Like I said, Montero, few hits there. Looking good. Big storyline, though. Kyle Freeland, the Colorado kid, dominating on opening day. And stellar elite defense from Jerickson Profar. Folks, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you all so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service anytime you'd like on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel as well, where you can catch the shows recorded live there as well. Hope you have a wonderful weekend filled with Rockies baseball. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Go check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Avalanche, and Locked On Buffs for your second listen of the day. And until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.